Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. One of my cats darted around the corner, startled me when I was holding a cup of coffee, and he made me drop my favorite mug. My husband made me miss my exit because he was distracting me about something else. My coworker didn't like my idea in a meeting. They made me feel bad. How often do we say, you made me, or they made me, feel bad, mad, sad, frustrated, angry, upset, the list goes on. But can anyone really make you do anything? I know people like to say, well, if someone puts a gun to your head, that's making you give them your wallet, but technically they're still not making you. They're giving you a very strong incentive to act in a manner they wish you would, but you could say no, even if the repercussions are terrible. You still have a choice. We always have a choice. So why do we allow ourselves to live our lives through the lens and in reaction to the thoughts, feelings, and actions of other people? I do it too. There's no judgment. None of us are immune. And I'm talking about this today because, frankly, last week I had a really rough week. I had a very exhausting, draining, stressful week. It just didn't feel good and it felt long. And I got caught up in blaming the people around me. Oh, it's the people I work with. It's the people at home. It's the people I see on TV or see on social. And when in reality, I am 100% in control of every one of my feelings, thoughts, and reactions, regardless of what other people did or said. Now, I didn't say it was easy to let people's opinions and words not get get to you, get to me. And to not allow these automatic negative thoughts creep in. But the reality is it's all in our heads. Literally all in our heads. Even as kids, by saying sticks and stones may break my bones, words won't hurt me, we are still trying to convince ourselves that the things people say doesn't sting. Because they do. I do love this quote, though, by Eleanor Roosevelt. Nobody can make you feel inferior without your consent. I'm sure a lot of you listening, if not most of you, have heard this quote before. Write it down, put it on a post-it, stick it on your, you know, anywhere that you're going to see it on a daily basis because it's so true. And I I know I'm not going to say anything new that you probably haven't already heard, but tensions are really high right now in the world. People are exhausted from virtual schooling and working or perhaps exhausted because they're still furloughed from their jobs or they were laid off from their job and they're still looking for work trying their side hustles, you know, and trying to get some money in the bank and food on the table. The state of the world is exhausting. I get it. And I feel like though we just all need this reminder now more than ever, me included. So why do we still let people bother us? Why do we let what people say and do bother us? Well, let's get to the bottom of the cup on this one. First sip. Our societal culture is built on the assessment of others. Think about it. You're graded in school. You're told, great job by your parents and people around you. It feels good. You're given performance reviews at work. You get a trophy if you win a game or a sport. Your box office does well if you're an actor in a movie. 
You get good reviews by critics. We are, I could go on and on. We are indoctrinated to care about the opinions of others through a lifelong system of reaction and reward. So is it any wonder why we care so much about the opinions of others? We long for the pat on the back. We want the A grade. We want the critics to tell us, you know, five stars and the high performer feedback at work, right? Now, I have lots of opinions about the bias of our culture's feedback and reward systems, and that would probably be about a four-hour-long podcast, and I've always committed to giving you just a few sips that you can run with and apply in your day-to-day. So if you do want to dig deeper from an organizational perspective, I highly recommend the book Nine Lies About Work, A Free-Thinking Leader's Guide to the Real World by Marcus Buckingham. It's fantastic. And it'll challenge everything you've been conditioned to believe is true when it comes to the work environment. But I want to keep our focus here right now on the day-to-day words and nonverbals that you get get in your head and that you get from people every single day in your circle of influence. I bring this up because I just want you to take a deep breath and recognize where the conditioning comes from and that you're normal and it's okay because we all get it. Second sip, decline criticism, accept curiosity. When someone says something that brings about negative feelings, hit the mental pause button and get curious. Why do I feel like this? Why do I have those feelings when they said that? Why did I react that way? Is something else going on with me? Is there some truth in the feedback that I should be unpacking and apply or someone else just really having a bad day, week, or pandemic pressure and you're suddenly the proverbial dog they want to kick, hence the criticism. You have to learn to control your emotions or they will control you and you can first do that by assessing what was said and why you reacted that way. Your initial gut reaction is going to tell you a lot. Got to listen to it. And the last tip, you are not the center of other people's universe. I'm so sorry to tell you that, to disappoint you. I'm willing to bet with the rare point zero 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 one percent exception, the person you felt wronged you did not wake up this morning wondering how to make your life miserable or make you feel bad. People are just inherently too selfish to think that way. Again, unless you have some horrible evil villain that you're working for or with or that's a different thing but that's the rare exception most people are not thinking like that someone else's opinion of you is merely a reflection of their thoughts experiences feelings bias not a reflection of who you are their opinions even when it comes to the work environment or the church environment school environment volunteer environment whatever is also a reflection of their thoughts experiences feelings and biases It's a reflection of what they need, what they think, want, and desire. And I'm willing to bet that most of the time, they aren't even thinking about how you'll react to what they're about to say. I mean, who hasn't had word vomit and lack of empathy? It gets the best of all of us sometimes. And when that happens, stop and ask yourself, ooh, why did I just say that? Where's that coming from? And I think nine times out of ten, you're going to realize, man, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm having a bad day or something else bothered you, completely unrelated. We're all flawed human beings trying to be human doings in this messy life. And unless we make the conscious decision to be selfless, self-centeredness is an innate survival tactic in our DNA. Just ask Simon Sinek. Do you think children are taught by their parents to say, mine, 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 mine? 
Okay, now I sound like the seagulls from Finding Nemo. No, they have to be taught how to share and how to think of others. And frankly, as adults, it's no different. We talk about it more as empathy. I I believe people are born with strengths, talents, gifts, and some lend to a more natural capability of leadership. But make no mistake, great leaders and great people are made by us with our choices. And since we all make mistakes and missteps, we all do need the empathy of others to get through the day. Remember this. Write it on a post-it or send yourself a daily reminder on your phone. The power of someone else's opinion is completely your choice. Just like whether you want coffee or tea. It's completely up to you. That's the power. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.